Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion and hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes. Yay! And if you haven't already, please leave us a rate and review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It actually helps us get out to more Bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching. Yes, and please subscribe to us. What's up, Nana? Hi, Joe. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? Good. Just going through the desk, kind of looking at things that I've kept over the years. Sometimes you just got to clear it out, and I just can't part with some of this stuff. But, oh, well. So now's the time we're podcasting that you are going through your desk to clean it. Well, a little bit, because here are some extra um, invitations to our wedding back in 1977. Shut up, Nana. You have extra invitations to your wedding? I do. I do. What? They look like they're brand new. How come they're not all yellow and crusty? You didn't even put them in plastic. I'm yellow and crusty. The invitations aren't. <laughs> but yeah, but this is the day, you know, when you did all this. And maybe they still do this. I don't know. But they have that little tissue paper That's in your there. your original wedding invitation we're looking at. Yes. Hey, guys, join us in the chat. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. I'm here with my co-host, a.k.a. my mom, a.k.a. Nana, Eileen Lunzer. We are just talking about uh, my mom as we were getting ready to go live, started cleaning the drawer of the desk she podcasts from, and she found her old wedding invitations from what year, Nana? 1977. How are, I just don't understand how they're in such good shape. Yeah, well, they've always sat kind of in this desk drawer and... And I always like this part. Can I share this part? This is my favorite. Sure. All right. It says, Mr. and Mrs. Walter D. Tisk, Mr. and Mrs. Robert G. Lunzer request the honor of your presence in the marriage of their children. And right here, Eileen Mary and Paul Joseph. And then if you line it up, it's Mary and Joseph. Is that cute or what? Oh, did you like that? Because you wanted to be a nun before you found out that well, wieners were cool? And then, yeah. Yeah. More, more or less. But I thought I thought that was really cute how that lined up, Mary and Joseph. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody to the chat, okay. you guys. Quick shout out. Jen, Ann, uh, Kem is here, Fonda, Blonde Spider, Tammy, hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Wow. Thank Nana, you. Because this was a doing? spur of the moment kind of podcast. We were going to do it tomorrow. But we're doing it tonight. Then we had something come up. I had a family thing, so I have to go to Palm Springs during the day tomorrow, and I wasn't expecting it. So I called Nana. I was like, let's get online now. But I had to watch the newest Vanderpump Rules. So in tonight's episode, we are going to be covering the latest Vanderpump Rules episodes, which are seven and eight of this season, season eight, and then the latest Real Housewives of Atlanta episodes, which are episodes 14 and 15 
Um, so we have a lot to cover, but we thank you guys so much for joining. Hello, hello. We've missed you. Sorry, I was traveling last week, went on a birthday trip, DC, New York, super fun. Nana's packing for her own trip. She's going to Laughlin, Palm Springs, LA, Las Vegas. Nana is living her best life wearing her favorite sports bra. And if, if for you listening later on iTunes, she also put a name tag on herself that she found in her drawer and wrote Nana on it. I have a whole thing of name tags because I used them for a shower I had. In 1962 or what year was that? Ah, no, this was pretty recent because we had so many people at the shower and a lot of them didn't know one another. So I thought that was a good way to break the ice. No, it is. You don't have to have that awkward moment where you think you know someone's name and you're like, Peggy. And they're like, it's Dan. And you're like, sorry, Dan. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> think it's time for a nice haircut, but oh, well. So, and yes. Here are my thank you cards, Eileen and Paul yeah, Lunzer. I just, I am having, a, we're going to get into these episodes, but I have to know how the hell is it in such good shape? The corners aren't bent and these are from the 70s, your... 1977. 1977, as many times as you're going to say, I'm not going to remember, three years before I was born, before you had your first sexual encounter with dad, and then you made me, and then that was it, and then you adopted my brother. Um, so <laughs> how, but literally, <laughs> Anna, for real, how are they not in bad shape? Well, they've always been in these this desk, and this desk was one of my mom and dad's first pieces of furniture in their living room. When they got married, and I always kept the desk nice, had the desk refinished, and these have always been in there ever since we got married. So, oh my gosh, all right. Well, I don't know. You're amazing, Nana. The fact that you have your wedding invitations from 1977, uh, the I second like it. best year of your life, the first being 1980, when you birthed your future podcast host. <laughs> I know. Before. Who would ever have thunk? You know, serious. <laughs> okay, Nana, I'll let you How pick wonderful. tonight. How wonderful. Do you want to start with uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, or would you like to start with the Real Housewives of, or no, Vanderpump Rules? There's not another Real Housewives. <laughs> There really isn't. Um, I'd like to start with Atlanta. Okay. Because, um, I mean, a lot went on there. I'd like to start with Atlanta because I watched Vanderpump a couple times this last episode yes. just because it was so darn good. Yes, Vanderpump so. was really good. I thought the latest Atlanta episodes were pretty great as well. Let's just start with episode 14, Lions and Tigers in Shade. Uh, the brief description they give us on bravotv.com is Cynthia and Nini finally sit down to attempt to work through their differences. In an effort to reconcile, Nini invites the ladies to a jungle-themed brunch, but things do not go according to plan when some guests leave early while others show up unannounced. Okay, first of all, what did you think about the Cynthia and Nini get-together at the Bailey Wine Cellar to talk things out? What were your thoughts on that? I just think that Nini doesn't really want to sit down and talk things out. She just wants to get up and go. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's... I don't... I. I don't see her too long for this. I think she's not going to, is she, do you think she's coming back? You think she's out of Atlanta? I, I do. She almost seems bored with it. Well, she's left before. I see, I see the opposite thing and I know a lot of people disagree with me, but I see Nini as truly being hurt. I think there's even more than this going on in her life. I think she feels like, you know, I think her and Cynthia, they're both to blame in, in this fight, but I think she never expected Cynthia to go 
as far as she did. No, um, right. And to do as many interviews and to say the things about her being, was it a trash friend or or something like that? Uh, She's, yes. And that really hurt her. And Nini has an inability to sometimes, you know, be sorry when she should be sorry. So Cynthia knew what she was going to do. She was going to run out of the place and Cynthia was going to have to chase her. And sure enough, she did that. But I think when you have a friend you've been friends with that long, they're probably not going to change. So that dynamic's going to stay the same. So as long as you go through those motions, you eventually right. get to the point where you can reconcile. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's true. I just, I don't think she expected Cynthia to hang on to this grudge. No. Is that, is that what, you're saying more or less, right? Yeah, because I think Nini always kind of felt the boss of Cynthia. As much as she wants to say Cynthia has the sassy side, um, of course she does. Everybody has a sassy side. But I think Nini really thought she had Cynthia under her thumb. And uh, when Cynthia went wow. and became friends with Kenya, I think it changed the dynamic. Because if you watch the early seasons, Nana, Cynthia came off as more of a fan to Nini. She had her sign this friendship contract. And she was very – it was a weird – friendship it was that that's yeah. strange yeah <laughs> that, that I think that's strange well it, it is strange and I, it was Cynthia's own insecurities I think that were coming through at the time I think she was still trying to find how she fit in this group oh. of such powerful voices true um, story that would be hard yeah so I think that's the case and uh like Miss Price says uh you know people have very uh very opinionated opinions. Is that a thing? I feel like I'm talking like that idiot from Vanderpump Rules. Genu genuity or whatever he said something tonight or whenever the episode was. Miss <laughs> uh, Price says Nini is going nowhere. I don't see her going anywhere unless she would get another okay. deal or another television show. And then Fonda's saying Nini's a hypocrite. And I can see what, what, what you guys are saying. Totally. Like I don't have – I see all of Nini's faults. I love her despite them. I don't know if I'm in an unhealthy relationship with Nini or what. But when I saw her cry, here's how I, uh, here's my thing. I think Nini was genuinely hurt because I know Nini. Nini now has a makeup artist at all times. She's got someone making sure her wig's on right because she has had a lot of people call her out for that. And there have been times where people were saying she looked like she had ramen noodles on her head and her face always looks just perfect. And in that moment, all that hard work, I mean, those tears and the crying, I don't think she would let herself look that bad. And by bad, I mean, she, yeah. she's a beautiful woman. Right. But they're always so made up and look flawless. And in that moment, you saw this vulnerability to her. I think there's just so much more there than just the friendship stuff. There's this huge insecurity that comes out of Nini, uh, despite, you know, sometimes the loudest voices are the most insecure. And I guess my heart kind of softens for her and also she's just I know I say this every freaking podcast every episode but she's just given me the best entertainment for so many years that and all the best sayings and when I'm sad I go watch the best of Nini on YouTube and I know she's changed a little some of you would say a lot but I can't help it maybe I have that thing what's that thing where you're in an unhealthy relationship it's not Munchausen that's when someone makes you think you're sick when you're not right it's it's another oh. one of those where you have <laughs> I, I didn't even know Munchausen. That sounds like something snacky or something. Well, Nana, you don't Munch remember Munchausen from uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when, when Lisa Renna and Vanderpump were saying that um, I think they they said that the 
the model woman, the Danish woman. Why can't I think of her name anymore? Oh, yes. So I have Stockholm. Thank you, Fonda. I feel like I have Stockholm syndrome with. Okay. And then they said that uh, the Danish model. Yolanda. 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 Yes. That she had Munchausen's, I think it was. Do you know Yolanda's ex is married again? And she's like in her early 30s or some damn thing. Oh, my goodness. And you know that she got her start from being on American Idol? No. Yeah, it's cat something. She's a beautiful singer, but I mean, dumb, dumb, dumb to marry David Foster. He's he doesn't he's no good. He's no good. Well, if she didn't have to sign a prenup, smart, smart, smart. You know he had her so, sign a prenup for sure, for sure. Well, probably, yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. Cam is saying now Nini is fighting to keep her two million a year contract with her little tour campaign right now. So fake. Oh. No respect for her. So yeah, I know a lot of you have your very. I respect your strong Nini opinions, but there's just part of me that I I want Nini and Cynthia to be friends again. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think too much has happened. And um, too much has been said, you know, when you say too much. But I hope they can get to a place where they can, like Cynthia was saying, respect each other and kiki here and there. Um, but I also don't know if that will last because there is so much history and there is that love there. So it's so easy for them to hurt one another. And their yeah. hurt the most because they felt like sisters. Yeah, that is that that would be terribly hurtful. <sighs> yeah. Um. I still, that Greg, isn't he the cutest? He is, but I've heard some <laughs> rumors that Greggy, Greggy Greg might have, I mean, in, in, in a, every yeah. time I, I like somebody, but here listen, it comes. It hasn't been substantiated. These are just things I've heard. And this okay. was a rumor going around with uh, Wendy Williams, possibly. And we know when, what Wendy Williams is good for making who jokes. Lists, uh, who jokes. listens to who who listens to her oh my gosh in quotes Bye. About people who just passed away tragically due to a domestic oh, violence situation so. no time no time for her no after thank that you, one Wendy. uncle Mm-mm. no uh, bye-bye no quit it um well kem the the rumor mills were talking again it's just rumors that there was possibly something more going on because Wendy Williams went on her show and had said you know if people knew the real story of what Nini went through they would they could empathize and see why she's been acting the way she's been acting you know and people were speculating again this is all alleged it hasn't been substantiated i shouldn't even bring it up but i am um that probably possibly talk- okay Greg go ahead might have uh, stepped outside the marriage um, during during or right before, maybe right before the cancer thing. So um, something like that, allegedly something like that. So that could also okay. be why when he got cancer, there was kind of this, it wasn't just that transition of being a caretaker. There was this distance maybe because of oh, his infidelity. Okay. So. Yeah, and being a caretaker, that's a tough job. Um, I think just Greg is as cute as can be. I hope that isn't true of him. Yeah. Um, we are all just human, but I hope that's not true of him because there's a sparkle in him. I just think he's so cute. Nana, okay, change your underpants. What's going on? <laughs> You're just like going nuts for Greg. Every episode, Nana's got bonus he is. for Greg. <laughs> he's so cute, though. Put he's on so a nice. Pad, Nana. <laughs> and soft-spoken. I think it's just... <laughs> 
yeah, he's just a nice man. I no, I does. hope that's not true he of him. He seems delightful. And again, these are just rumors. These are just things people are saying yeah. in the Bravoverse. It hasn't been substantiated. We don't have the hot Good. dog Dennis Good. proof. So oh. forget I said it. I shouldn't have said it. It's too late. I already said it. Uh, it's Friday night. You know, you guys, sometimes we just say this could have happened, but I hope for their sake. Is it um, Friday? It's Friday, girl. Where are you at? You're retired. Well, honey. Well, here's the joy. When you're retired, you forget what day it is. Forget what day it is. So I think they made a little bit of headway. At least they talked to each other. But there's still so much pain, so much hurt. Okay. Now, let's get to – now, Nana, you are a party-throwing queen. Like, you throw great get-togethers, showers, parties. You've thrown great birthday parties throughout the year. You're just so good at party planning. What did you think of Nini's jungle-themed brunch? Now, tell me honest everything. What did I think of it? Yeah. It was poorly planned. <laughs> poorly planned. You don't have these little extras coming in where nobody even knows them. Yeah. That's a hard thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, giving a shower for my niece. His side we hadn't met. There's some of her girlfriends that I met as they were growing up maybe in high school. You changed the But hadn't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. No, I hadn't seen them in a while. So that's why I brought out these little name tags. Thought that'd be easier. But nobody wants to walk into a table full of people you don't know. Yeah. You just don't. No. You don't. So that was and that warn was warn a person. Warn a person that hey, I'm gonna have some friends because apparently these are other like entrepreneurial right. business women in Atlanta that according to Nini that she brought in. But with all this friction within their group, and if she's trying to mend fences, I would say, okay, this is a business entrepreneurial kind of woman's lunch, kind of what Kenya's husband is going to do yes. for men. Yeah. So but she didn't do that. And so I love Candy, because Candy will just call it out. And in her little, you know, uh, interviews, she's just like, what? We don't know. I've never seen these people in my life. What are they doing here? (laughs) She is is always a breath of fresh air, isn't she? Yes. I love Candy. I love her. I I do too. I love her. I do too. I can't help it. I love her. Also, Nana. Okay. She arrived super late to her own party. That's a huge no-no. You got to be there. And there was no snacks out. There was no Nothing. drinks. She should have had pictures of like margaritas. They got there to an empty table. There was no, we could have got some linens on the table. You And then when she later told Greg, I was so stressed over organizing that. What did you organize? You called in a reservation and then everyone orders off the menu? That is not a party. That is not a That's, brunch. No, I mean, Come on, you could have put forth a little more effort. Mm-hmm. Nobody even lit a candle for company. Oh my gosh. If you What the hell? If you were at Nana's house and company is coming and now at my house, if you're over and I didn't light a candle for you, either we're too close or I don't give a shit. So you gotta figure out which one it is because you light a candle for company. And you then, always do. What are you, you saying? Always Nana? Do. You, and then if you light it and there's no company, don't waste a wick. Don't waste a wick. Blow it out. Wait till they're coming in right at the door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it was awkward and strange. I love when Portia finally came in and the uh, and oh. some of the other women were just giving her like side eye as she's talking uh, because she wasn't good at come. But then Shamia talked her into coming. Seven minute Portia. No, that's Kenya. Oh, that's Kenya. Why do I get those two mixed up all the time? I just do. Well, it's okay. your first season watching Atlanta. You know, you're still but you would, in the group. You know, it's a senior moment. Seven minute Kenya. That's yeah. right. Well, did what did you think of Kenya leaving? If 
Would you have stayed? I mean, they're already on super bad terms. Would you have stayed? Or would you, yes. or would you have left too? No, I wouldn't have left. I can't imagine you leaving. That's not your no. style. No. Oh, my gosh. Why would you leave? I'm sure the good food was coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I would have waited for the food. I would have waited for dessert for sure. It was a brunch. So I don't know. I like brunches. I, I like that kind of food. Just like shower food. I like that kind of food. Yeah. Just like, you know, the salads yep. and stuff and cheesy all the different bars. Browns. There you go. Hello. Well, they probably don't Ta- have cheesy hash browns. They probably don't. Tater tots, as far as the eye can see, yeah, they probably don't have that either. Mm-mm. It's really kind of cool. I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm looking out the window and the moon is right there. It's you so guys, pretty. I think anyway, I'm gonna drop shrooms before this episode because all of a sudden she's staring and talking about the moon, <sighs> listening to the dark side of the moon just before I caught her in there. She's gonna turn the black light on. What's going on, Nana? You okay? You got a velvet couch in there too? We don't know about. Honey, I'm telling you, it's just it's been a good day. I got to go to Target. <laughs> I went to the bank. It was just a good day. I took a little nap. Got up at four. Are you sure took it's not nap. ecstasy? Because I feel like you're about to put a bunch of Vicks Vaporub on your face and sit in front of a fan. Like, you're just like, dude, I'm just like so, can I, oh my gosh, just when you like touch the air, feels so good on my skin. <laughs> oh, I remember that feeling. Anyway, um, I was going to mention Nini's hair. Can we go back to Nini just sure, a minute? Sure. She had, and she had kind of like an Emily Valentine thing going, which I absolutely love that look. The blonde and the dark roots. Blonde with the dark. Okay, yep. Yes, love that look. And she's talking about Emily Valentine from now to Anoa. If you guys didn't know, well, everyone knows who Emily Valentine is. They don't, though, Nana. They don't. Are you sure? Are you sure? (laughs) I'm pretty sure, but maybe, maybe. Oh my God, one of my best friends. But Nene had the blonde coming here, and then the dark roots. Was that? That's a wig, with dark roots. Yeah, yeah, that's a wig. I'm pretty. Yeah, that Nene has very short hair. Yeah. That looked so real. No, her that, wig game, she's upped her wig game because there were seasons where people were dragging uh, her for her wigs. I mean, there was a um, a castmate. It was the only castmate that's ever been on who's truly dragging. I mean, Kenya gives her a run for her money, but this woman, um, and you guys will remind me of her name because it's on the tip of my tongue, and she was a radio DJ and uh, a model and all kinds of actress and all kinds of stuff. She... Like, huh. dragged Nini while they were on a trip. And I've never seen Nini get red like that. And she did it. And and guess what, Nana? She never came back. Because oh, you know. Funny. You can, they were not going to let, or I think her name, oh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. She disappeared. She disappeared. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, okay, tell me what you thought of Kenya's outfit. I got to think what it was now. What was it? So she was Kenya had it. And they were supposed to. Oh, with the, the little print. Yes. Of, um, yes. They were supposed to have some type of animal print. Yes. And she just came with the animal print purse, which Nini did as well. And the woman I was referring to, I believe, is Claudia Jordan. So Claudia Jordan did one season. I wouldn't mind seeing Claudia back again. I mean, that was a very interesting season. Um, and I think she was on season... I'm trying to look here. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Nana. I just hate when I reference something. And oh I no! Don't. I, I, God, I hate it too. Um, anyway, when I do it, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I love the name Claudia. It was Wasn't that one of the? 
one of the babysitters in the babysitter club books uh, that used to Yeah, she was the read. artistic cool one and then Stacy oh. had diabetes. And then Marianne was just in love with Logan, which was total Boresville to me because it's like, you're young, you're going to stay with the one dude in your town, Marianne, branch off, where I feel like Claudia and Stacy would go on. You know, I love that name, Claudia. Mm-hmm. Always had that was one of my best friends when I was growing up. Claudia was the best of the babysitters club. I think she was like, because they all had their own little stories and backgrounds. And I think you know, Stacy had her diabetes, and um, then Marianne was just like this little small town white girl who wanted to stay with her dude. And I think Claudia was Asian, if I remember, and she was my favorite. I was. I was going to say that wasn't all white, the Babysitter's Club, or was it pretty white? It was very white. They oh, had like okay. a tiny, they had a, a, a what we'd call in the Midwest, a smidge of diversity, just a smidge. Oh, okay. You know, okay. but it was pretty, it was, it was they, pretty white. They were such cute books. So, and you just mm-hmm. love those books. I did. I did. You love those books. Just like I like Nancy Drew. Oh my gosh. Nancy Drew books growing up with Nancy Drew. I think there's a reboot right now on of Nancy Drew that you could watch on the CW or something. Oh no, no. I'm saying the books, not the actual show. I didn't know you read. So I didn't know you were such Yes. Isn't that funny? (laughs) I, I never did sit down and read, if you will. Um, Tiger Beat magazine back in the day when I was like 14, 15, 16, that kind of thing. You read Andy Cohen's book though. I did. I did. I'm getting better. I like autobiographies. I like that. I like Mary Tyler Moore. I read that one. Carrie Fisher's. I read her. That type of thing. Oh, that one's so good. We got to see her in person. Oh, she was just, she was truly amazing. I loved her. But Neil Young, that type of thing. I like reading about people's lives. So Blonde Spider is asking us in the chat, be careful with moving your um, mic, Nana, it's making oh, noise. Oh, sorry. Just so you I'm know. I'm sorry. Um, okay. That's not what Blonde Spider said. That was me. Blonde Spider was asking about okay. hot dish. Does a hot dish mean it has tater tots? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But you'll, you know, it's either going to have some kind of spaghetti sauce, cream of mushroom soup, cream of celery, and cream of chicken soup, and noodles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not all of them have tater tots, just the good ones. Yeah, so it's it's similar to a casserole. We just call them hot dishes, and then we do have a specific in Minnesota tater tot hot dish, which is oh yes, because there's tater tots and cheese, cream of mushroom soup, cream of chicken soup, ground beef, and then some kind of frozen vegetables that you throw in there for whatever you know uh, health reason you want, which isn't really healthy. <laughs> Frozen peas or the mixed vegetables with the little carrots. I always do a mixed vegetable, and I do too. I do too. Basically baked, you know, dishes with a mixture of starchy bases. So, so so you'll have like my mom makes a chili hot dish, but it has noodles in it with the chili and cheese. Yeah, and the kids just love it. The grandkids go crazy over it. Mm -hmm. They enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I did make a wild rice one, and that's yeah, that was so good. And the kids didn't think much of it. They're not big into the wild rice, which I think... They need to respect the foods that come from their area. That's right. That's a delicacy here. That's that like our ca- That's our caviar. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so back to this brunch. It was just sad. It was just a sad display. I Everyone showed up late, especially the maid of honor, or the maid of honor, the guest of honor, the person, the host. And then poor Eva goes and goes into labor way too soon, having contractions, dilates oh, one and a half did- centimeters, I think. They said, and then Portia's over there going, how many centimeters do you need to be dilated? I'm like, Portia, you had a baby. She cracks me up. 
<laughs> I know there's a lot of times, so ignorance is bliss when it comes to that. Yeah. She's going to have uh, to forget so she can have another kid. <laughs> the new generation knows way too much about their body. It's a lot better going in blind. But anyway. <laughs> you don't think you should know about your vag at all. Just go at it blind. I, You know, there's a lot to be said for not knowing every little specific of what's going to go through on during I'm during you. a labor. I'm you know, you. there just is. There is no I... reason to know all that. If you wanted to know all that, then you should have gone to medical school. Ooh. You're there as the patient, not the doctor. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I have friends who go to the gyno and ask for a mirror so they can watch. I'm like, are, are what? Are you a masochist? Ex- I just, I mean, what? What? Why do you want to see what they're doing down there during a pap? Or I've had friends who've pulled their own babies out, which is beautiful. When I see it on TV, I always cry. But then I think, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't want to no. feel something coming from my body. I want to just someone else take it out, put it on top of me. Thank you. You know? Yeah. No, it's just, there's too much to it. And I just. It's too much. Too much. No, I've had friends be like, you've never put a mirror down there. And I said one time when my mom was trying to teach me how to wear tampons because. I remember um, that. I remember that. I didn't even know where my vagina was. I thought it was up on the top. And I'm like, there's stuff in the way. And Nana was like, oh, no, got to go farther back. And I was like, no, that's a different. You know, she's like, they're very close. They're friends. They're neighbors. And I, I didn't know. Because you get your period Howdy, when you're so neighbor. young, you know. I and know, you don't, I know. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I was 14. I should have known where my vag was, but I didn't. <laughs> We're Midwestern. Yeah. We're very shy. Well, well, that's most people, though. Don't they usually? Is it 13, 14 when no, you get your period? Most of my friends got it at like 11. I think oh, really? That would have been great. My best friend got it at 10. Oh, that would have been so sad. I know. Oh, just my friend Claudia that we were talking about earlier. She got hers really early, too, and we were going to CYC, which was Catholic Youth Center, during the summers. And she couldn't go because we had swimming. And I'm sitting there looking at her going, why can't you go? I just can't go. I never did get it. So I finally figured it out a couple years ago. That's why Claudia couldn't go. But anyway, you didn't have tampons and you had nobody. On your, oh yeah! Now they Nobody have talked cups, about Nana. That. Do you know about the moon cup and the diva cups? And you put the cup up there, and then you can I think, get it out. You could reuse it, empty it out, shove it back up, and you're ready to go. I think I think that's just horrid. Okay, it's not, it's not though. It's actually really good for the environment. A lot of women say it's comfortable and they enjoy it. Now Nana's like, it's too close for no. Comfort. Just walk no, away. no. How many things can you get up there? I don't think that's good. No. Yeah. And Next, they're going to say, hey, the cup was nice. How about this mixing bowl? Get out of here. <laughs> if you can get a mixing Stop bowl it. up there, you might want to see your local doctor. But there's also this new movement of free bleeding, too. So there's just lots of things to talk about. But if we were on a podcast about that, I would keep going. But since it's, it's, we're two women talking about it, uh, you know, talking about life and Bravo, who cares? I'll, right, right. I just, it. I have kind of heard about those little cup things, and I just found that to be not my style. Of course, I, I don't have to worry about, about it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. So anyway, bragging, is Bonnie? Is, Bo- is Bonnie in the chat? Bonnie or? is not in the chat. I think. Oh, okay, she. It's Friday. She's probably got plans. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of people. Said, I'm with Nana. I'm with Nana. With the whole thank you. thing and everything. It's just it's, thank it's you, just blonde spider. Whatever you're it's comfortable just... with, but I think I think it's nice though that younger women have options. I mean. 
thank you because your generation deserved better options. And so it's nice that they have options. And in case you have allergic reactions to tampons, in case, you know, there's all these different things, you have options out there. And now if we can just get them not to be taxed, that'd be awesome because we can't help that we get this shit. Quit taxing us, you bastards. That is so true. That and back in the day, we tried to get pantyhose, not tax, because you had to wear them to work. But now people go bare leg, so I like that. Yeah, bare leg for life. Okay, so, um, yeah, overall, I thought this was a good episode because I liked to see the Cynthia situation uh, with Nini. I liked to just see them kind of coming back together, you know, in the little way they did. I know it didn't make a huge way. But, and then the disastrous party... Um, and Marlo trying to bring just... everyone together. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go on to the next episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I liked even better. What would you rate this episode, episode 14? Also let us know in the chat. Out of seven housewives, seven being the best uh, and one being the worst, what would you rate this episode? I will go first, Nana, and I'm going to give it a four and a half. I didn't think it was bad at all. I thought it was pretty good. I was entertained. I, oh, okay. I was laughing. I was having a good time. I thought it was a touching moment between Nini and Cynthia, um, even though I know other people have very different opinions about it, and that's cool. We can all have our own thoughts. <laughs> wow, you sound like me at Christmas about politics. Okay. Right? We all have our own thoughts. Let's not talk about that. Um. I, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay. I've been overly generous, I believe, with some of these. So three and a half. <laughs> it's been overly generous. Uh, we got uh, Blonde Spider is giving it a five. So yeah, I mean. Oh, I, gosh. I, okay. I think as this season goes on, it's getting more and more entertaining. Fond to say in four. So there we go. All right. So oh, then okay. we go into, you guys can keep leaving your ratings. We love seeing them. Episode 15, which I thought was even better, which was Kenya versus oh. Ken. And in the description, it says Cynthia. And I just perked up because I like loved watching this episode. Cynthia and Mike's relationship is tested when his past becomes too much for Cynthia to handle. The girls kick out their frustrations or yeah, kick out their frustrations during a game of kickball. Mark is back in town bleh, and invites Kenya's nemesis to group. Couples rolling yes. in preparation for his upcoming charity event. Nana, first of all, Mark, or uh, not Mark, I'm sorry, Mike and Cynthia, all the cheating, him with the book. What do you think? No, I just, I don't see it happening. I don't, I hope they don't go forward with this marriage. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't. To. I, they might have I know, I but. Know. Let me look it up. I just, I find it very sad because I think she's got more in the ball than he does. I just, I don't have any good feelings about them. Yeah. Love the kickball. Well, they haven't walked down the aisle yet, according to online. I'm sure she's waiting for a new season of Atlanta. Oh, she's doing the, I think, 10-10-20. That's her date. I think that's what it was. So October 10, 10, 10, 2020. So 10 plus 10 equals 20, 2020. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just call it a day. Don't do it. Okay. 10, 10, 20. Okay. That's, you know, <laughs> some people like that cutesy little stuff. No. Nana ain't into it. Um, well, I, okay, sorry. Kind of I was, kind of I was June 25th. Yeah. And uh, same day as my, same day as my mom and dad got married only a different year. Yeah. So you were um, so into yeah. it. So I guess I kind of got into it. I forgot just how but, sappy I, I could be. But don't but you that, think Cynthia has so much to worry about with this guy? What? about her she's beautiful and perfect and great but there's 
when a cheater's a cheater's a cheater and you're writing a book about it and some would say, well, maybe it's, you know, his way of being therapeutic and getting through it, but really he's like exploiting it for money. Is he really going to change? And when things get tough, will he cheat? Because he has admitted to cheating on all of his other spouses and relationships. Why would he change now? Well, even Cynthia said, why, why am I different? Mm-hmm. And the minute she uh, said that, the lights should have gone off going, you're not. Yeah. The good thing is you're they not. are going to do couples therapy. I think that's so important before the wedding. Get as much in as you can. Get all those reps in of couples therapy because, well, she, I mean, I think she was saying, I saw how well it worked for Portia and Dennis. I'm like, what? What? What show are you watching, Cynthia? I know. What? When she did say that, I kind of did a double take like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not working. Hot Dog Dennis just shows up in some kind of sweatsuit and looks like a scolded 10-year-old and goes, well, I just, she, wanted, she didn't look at me one day. I wanted her to touch my wiener, and then she didn't touch my wiener, so I put my wiener somewhere else that the baby wasn't. Oh, like, that's how just, I feel like he was, like yeah. a little boy. Yes, and, and I just, going back to Cynthia, she's too beautiful and got too much going for her to put up with the likes of him. I feel like she might be settling on this one. It's her second marriage, correct? Yep. Yeah, and she said this marriage. will be the last one, she said. But she also said she wasn't going to remarry after she got divorced the last time. And Nobody last can husband, say that. There were really? huge red flags going into that one. And her own mom and her sister didn't want her to get married to the point where they tried to hide the marriage certificate or something like that the day of the wedding. And with Peter, oh. and that turned out not good either. So... Yeah, and it's too hard to say, you know, mm-hmm. to say, okay, this is uh, this marriage is really going to work. This is my last one. Don't set yourself up like that. You That's kind of like saying my kids will never do that. Don't ever say that. Yeah, exactly. Right away. Yeah, right that away. You're going to have some trouble Anna, on this show. So Nini's son, back in the day when he was a teenager, I think her youngest. I think it was her youngest, maybe her oldest. But they were. It was. They were very young. Um, he was very young at the time. He got caught, I think, shoplifting at Walmart. One of the other housewives who's no longer on the show, Sheree, she brought it up at a reunion and said, oh, like my kid, like your kid shoplifts from Walmart. Like my kid would never do that. Nini's like, first of all, don't you ever bring that up. I no. raise my kids right. She's like, she's like, do you think people want their kids make mistakes? No one raises their kid to go do that kind of stuff, but kids make mistakes. Fast forward how many ever years later, not too long after, and then her son, I believe, got like a DUI or something like that. Because she was like, she said, my kid would never, would never do that kind of stuff. And you can't say that because we all no. make mistakes. Yes. Oh, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You are. I remember when Linda was getting divorced and someone said to her, I won't say the name, but someone said to her, oh, that would never happen in my marriage. Well, guess what? Yeah. So you just don't, it don't, and, and, that's a, and that's a hurtful thing to say to someone going through a divorce. Yes. You know, like that would never happen to me. Oh, stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, we do talk a lot. I got together with some girlfriends from work and it was really fun. And we did talk about, would you ever get married again? Mm-hmm. And all of them are no. And that was out of five women. Wow. They would not, if something happened, they would not get married again. And I think it is. Because at this, at our age, you know, they're looking for somebody to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And by that time, you want to just kind of be fancy free then without 
the responsibilities of caring for well, someone. Don't you think the older people get the more baggage they have? So I almost feel like with Cynthia, she's getting older and guys her age are going to come with so much more baggage. And this guy just has a pattern of being a liar oh. and a cheater. And then I wonder, is he also kind of a clout chaser because he himself is in the business being a sportscaster? And does he know that this will heighten his worth? You know, everyone wants their like social media to presence to grow and all this stuff because it ultimately it's like follow the money and doesn't yes, have the best yes. intentions with her. I just don't know anymore. So we'll leave it at that. Um, then the girls do the kickball. I loved the kickball. Do you love the kickball? I loved kickball as a kid. Loved it. And I loved watching them. They were pretty darn good. Kenya had the best strategy of just I feel like that was always my strategy at kickball and at softball. Just hit it or kick it as far as you can and keep running. Yes, and, and keep running. And she the didn't around. even, right, mm -hmm. she didn't even look back. Nope. She just kept going. I remember watching many of your games mm -hmm. um, in softball, and you never looked back. No, you just I kept going. No, I never listened to the base coaches because I'm like, I'm just going to make them throw the ball away, and they usually did. Now, a lot of times I got out, but you take that risk. But you, but you should probably listen to your coaches because you should play for the team, not for yourself. But a lot of times I just wanted to get a damn infield home run. So that's what Kenya was doing. And I love Kenya and Candy and they be, you know, their little like rivalry because they're both so competitive and we see it later in the episode. And then they Nini really are. Yes. didn't want to show up because she thought it was just Kenya's event. And Candy's like, no, it's my event too. Um, and yeah. then poor Eva's on bed rest. So she can't really play, but she brought in a um, sub for her. And then they told the girls they're going to take them to Greece. I think they're going to Athens. I, I know wait. they, oh, that's, oh, oh, that's going to be a good one. I feel like I'm good, going to Athens, Nana. I feel like I'm going to Greece. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to, I would love that Eva would be able to go, but it's too soon. You know, um, they're going too soon. And she's on bed She's rest. just going to, well, she's on bed rest and she's sitting on the bleachers watching them. She should be on bed rest. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. So then, um... Mark, let's just get right to the point. Mark is in town. He's doing this event for um, African-American men. He wants it to be like showcase, like like businessmen and invite other people out and a real like, um, you know, philanthropic thing where it's like, look at all these powerful black men and you too can be this. I think it's a great, I think it sounds like a great thing. He's been, you know, he doesn't know how to treat his wife, but he seems to know how to, you know, do a little bit of philanthropy. Um, and so they have this couple's bowling to prepare so that he can meet all the husbands. And then he is just on a totally different page than his wife at all times. They take the baby to swimming class and he again makes little snarky, uh, kind of underwater, if you will, comments about, oh, me and Brooklyn, we don't need her. You know, one day it'll just be us or something very strange. I know. I found that very odd, too. And she sits back and has that sick little smile. Mm -hmm. And he interrupts her all the time, mm -hmm. puts her down in front of her friends, because that's what it is, a huge put down, this Ken, Ken, Ken. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh. It's almost like he doesn't accept so Kenya. God. So Ken is the name he calls her so he can kind of control her. Now, I did agree with Mark in the sense that put petty BS aside when it's for the greater good and when it's for a charity event. So I did agree with that. But I think 
the way he went about it, they should have talked about it beforehand. It looked super messy. Everyone at the bowling thing was picking up, especially Portia, on the fact that, wow, Kenya acts totally different. Mark's in control. Nini and Greg show up later. Nini's like, he's like the damn principal. And Nini came in to play. Like, she was ready. I don't know if she popped a couple Xanax, if she just had some, like, a Red Bull. But she was just, like, in... Like, somehow she was just like, hi, Kenya, hi. Tried to hug her, and Kenya's just like, no, I can't play fake. She backed up from her. And I know. I know. Come Mark on. And Greg get along really well with your boyfriend, yes. Greg. Mark does. Yes. And I saw that, and I like that. Mark was just like, no, I'm not on Instagram. I don't know the BS because Nana Kenya posted the event and tagged everyone, including Greg, but not Nini. You can't do that to a married couple. I don't care no. if you're no. if you got the That's... dude going, you gotta invite the woman. Because if you're a good husband, like it looked like Greg at this moment was being a good husband, he's like, I can't go where my wife's not welcome. If Chell went somewhere I wasn't welcome, I'd be like, You truly do not have my back. That's right. You aren't I right. I said I would just say Really? Do you think you should go to this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you really think you should go to this without me? I wasn't even invited, and we are a couple. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. So, um, Greg was cute on this one too, wasn't oh, he? Nana's bone anyway, Greg again. <laughs> Calm your panty liner, Nana. Um. He really was. Though. He was. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Speaking of panty liner, um, your dad. He wears Jolene. panty liners. Jolie, your dad, uh-huh. he, he's kind of behind a little with um, our podcast. So Does he, he watched, listen? Yes. So he watched the one and listened to the, watched it and listened to it. Where you lost your virginity? Oh, no, no. He was there. He knew about that one. I know, but, but did he listen to you telling the audience on the last podcast how you lost your virginity in a bathroom did not, at your friend's He house? did not yet. He okay. did not yet. Okay. He saw the one where I had an accident at Kohl's. Oh, when you shit your pants. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll I, I say it. It's okay. I, okay. And you were trying to be nice about it. I should have maybe I, been a little nice. That's okay. No, yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I got rid of the that underwear, underwear mm-hmm. and they weren't, they weren't nice ones. So anyway. They weren't your favorite leopard ones that are kind they of were that point at the butt oh, where it's like someone God, they put just a kinda, file to it, you know? Like, yes. <laughs> they're just, there's nothing much to them. I love those ones. Oh my God. They're so them comfortable. To lunch. Damn it. I could have. Leopard underpants that you love. So I could have, <laughs> but I had the I had the littles over and we had them in the tub and Paul sits there and watches them, you know, and then I'm running around getting the shampoo and stuff. I went underneath the sink to get two red cups, we keep the big solo cups under there for washing their hair. Oh, to rinse their hair and stuff, yeah. Yep. I go underneath the sink, and there's a Shut up. package Diapers. of Depends. <laughs> Dad got you Depends? I said, what is this? <laughs> he goes, well, you know, I listened to that podcast, and I just thought, you know, maybe sometime... You're having some issues with this. <laughs> I mentioned it one time and he bought Depends for me. And that wasn't even the worst of it. He got an XL. Oh, I know I could bastard. get into it. I know I could get into an L. Man, I think you get so, into an M, okay? No. Those are- mm, mm, no. <laughs> L, yes. You tell dad. Next time you get me an adult diaper, it better be an L or an M. No X in front of it, okay? 
this is for a man who wouldn't go up and get me tampons. Oh my god! I mean, all our married life. Oh, really? I would. Can you go? Okay, I want to. Now he's like, my but wife now shits her pants and walking down the aisles. My wife shits her pants. <laughs> I, I I could just see him. Here's my cub rewards card. Can I get something off on these? These are for my wife. <laughs> I said, what are these? He goes, well, I just kind of hid them under here thinking maybe you might need them. You know, we're going on our trip and stuff. And no. What does he think? You're like a former NASA employee who's driving across the country. Remember that woman who was going to stalk her like married lover? Yes. Put a diaper on herself. Oh yes, I'm all I'm all for not leaving a good machine, but I will get up to yeah. go to the bathroom. Jana is okay. going to Laughlin, one of her favorite places in Vegas, and does like her nickel slots and penny slots. But when she's got to go potty, she gets up. She is still a I do get up a respectable get up. person in this society. She's still a uh, what what is it? Oh. Well, respect respectable. Uh, you know, kinda, uh, kinda. But, you know, she she's still able to. Oh, so that's good. Yes, still able to get up and go. And then we're getting really weird with all the stuff that's happening in our world. So we got those anti um, antiseptic, antiseptic. What is it? Those wipes. Oh yeah. You know, for your hands. And then when we're there, we're gonna wipe down like the machines before we play and stuff. Oh, because but, of the the virus. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, just. Just because of everything, you can get, you know, you can see people. Because people can, like you who shit their pants and then head right back over the nickel machine in that thing. And then you scratch your eye. Pink eye, Nana. You're just spreading pink eye. Buffaloes, <laughs> pink eye. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's what your dad did. He bought me Depends. And I never thought it, we would get to this where that's he would. love take it upon himself to do this mm-hmm. because he heard that podcast. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, anyway, you know, he's looking out for you. He just needs to know. Yes. I like that. He's down, sir. I know, honey, not Excel. Not God Excel. bless you're, it. You're, uh, maybe, it, you know what though? Maybe it wasn't how big he thinks you are. It's how much you can produce in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know I have a good appetite, so maybe he's got something there. <laughs> all right, we're but moving really, on. But really, wow, how romantic. How okay. romantic. We're moving on. Uh, we love the little Nana tangents. Okay, so also someone said, now I would like to give a quick shout out to um, our wonderful listeners who have, Nana, we are at like 133 rates and reviews on iTunes, which is more than I could have ever imagined. I'd love to, 133, did I say 32? Oh. I would love to get to even more if we could. Uh, that would be amazing. But I, there was one recently, well, there's a couple okay. recently, and it's uh, they gave you a suggestion for something that you oh. should do. So we got one January 24th from Freebird2002. Five star. We love a five star, you guys. Uh, the title of the review was LOL. says, very funny. May I suggest, though, that Nana starts saying in a nanosecond instead of a nanosecond. She deserves branding. Oh, how nice is that? Yes. So we have... Uh, in a nanosecond. In a nanosecond. Okay. And then we got a couple I like other that. Um, great reviews, all five-star. Excellent podcast. Really enjoyed listening to this. Uh, loving the pod. So unique and wonderful. The intro with the husband saying he doesn't listen. You laugh out loud every time. Highly recommend to a Housewives fan. 
Um, so yeah, thank you guys oh. so much. And keep them coming uh, on iTunes. We really appreciate it. So that just made me think that uh, when That's we were talking wonderful. about the, the tangents, I thought it was a tangent thing, but in a nanosecond, not a nanosecond. All right. So they're at a the bowling thing. And, oh, I love you know, this. I mean, they're in. I love what I love about Atlanta is they'll be over in another little area and they're just like, da, 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 you know, talking about. And Kenya comes over. What are you talking about? We're talking about you and how the difference. And I loved all their little diary interview segments. It was edited really well where they're just like, whoa, Ken. Oh, there's, if there's Ken in Kenya. And then Nini says, I like Ken because she knows when to shut the F up. <laughs> I love that. I thought it was wonderful. One thing surprised me. I didn't think that they put on those bowling shoes. Oh, you thought they bring their maybe, own? Well, not just that they'd have their own, but I, I guess I thought maybe they'd have their street Bravo. On. Well, Bravo supply them instead of just renting shoes. Because when you really think about it, it's kind of gross. But but I'm um, glad I, they did that because you see those assholes who go on the bowling alley and wear like their own shoes or their heels because like, ew, I'm above the, that. It's like they spray that. That spray has got to do something, you know? Just put I know, two I mean, pairs of socks, you nasties. I mean, I'm all about you have to wear bowling shoes. Yeah. I get that. Um, and I buy shoes from the Goodwill and other people have been in them. So What are you talking about? You bought sports bras from the Goodwill. You could get tit rash, you know? Like... <laughs> Nana, all of a sudden, Nana's bougie, and she's over there wearing, uh, you know, dead people's bras. I don't know where when you became so bougie. This one has someone's name in it, so I know it came from a nursing home. Stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Have you bought socks? Gladys. <laughs> it's Gladys' sports bra. Um, um, she died in 82. Gladys, the blessing. Gladys, the blessing. Have you bought ever purchased socks from the Goodwill? Have you ever no. purchased underwear? No. Would you? No. If they appeared no. to? No. No, I would not. Not from the Goodwill because you can get them so cheap at Kohl's with a 30% off and some Kohl's cash. <laughs> it isn't worth it. It's not worth it. Okay, just check in. I mean, no judgment. Yeah. Of course, we'll make a joke about it, but you do you, Nana. If you want to wear dead people's bras, that's on you. You're living your life the way you want to live it. That's right. And Gladys, you know, she, you know, she must have been very shapely. That's all I have to Every say. Every titty has a story, Nana. You that's know what? right. Don't let it die. Take it with Intr you. Absorb those titty stories. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Everyone's got a story. Okay. Okay. Yes. So it was a okay. really interesting episode. And Mark is just this little man syndrome with a lisp. And he's just thinking, I mean, Kenya is just bowing down to him. And we're just, it's just watching this slow destruction of this marriage and relationship and him totally not respect her. Um, I, I wish he could just be a cool dude and be like, oh, okay, there's certain aspects of Kenya that I think I can, you know, encourage her to be her best self. And then she could do the same thing because I think those kind of relationships work. You're not going to like everything about everyone. For example, Chell no, and I, right. Chell tends to be much more positive than me, but he lets me vent and then he'll go, you know, well, you know, this is good. And then I go, yeah, I want to look at the positive of things where right. he's judging her, shutting her out, talking over her and just being like, Ken, 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 we're not doing that. No. And she just sits there. So. I know. And that is no, I, I don't know. I just, 
I, that's no way to run a relationship. And if you're going to run it, um, but like I Exodus don't, says very abusive. He's very abusive. Yes. Exodus. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. He's got issues. He's got this like little man lisp issue. I don't know. I find him to be very insecure and just be you dude. If he wasn't yeah. such a dick, he would be a, he'd be a catch. You know what I mean? Like if he could just be like a a gentle, muscular dude who just yes. loves his woman, who just helped him create life. But he's not. He's not respectful. He sucks. So we are going to see next all. episode that he uh, they're at their charity event. He doesn't want Kenya to get up from the table. What's up with that? I don't know. I can't wait for this one. And then he's seen or he's overheard telling someone that he hates married life. So. Oh, that's always special to hear, isn't it? Boy, that's nice. Embarrassing, but the women are just—they're just gobsmacked. They're—they're like, this is the same Kenya who reads us every which way, you know, because her and Cynthia had a moment where they were able to talk and and talk through the cookie lady. Yeah, Cynthia threw me under the bus, and I love how they handled it because they handled it like sisters would, where you're upset but you also love each other, so you kind of laugh, but you're like, yeah, I did do that, or. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, Kenya, who can just just kill people yeah. with her words, just cannot seem to stand up for herself. And it's very sad. Very, Isn't that something? Very sad. He does not want to be on her team. Okay. What would you rate this episode? You guys let us know in the chat. One to seven. Housewife seven being the best, one being the worst. Nana, I'll let you go first. Thank you. I just, I love going first. Um, she said with a smile, I would say six. Because I love the idea of them bowling. It made me miss bowling. I used to be a pretty good bowler. You did. You had your own ball and stuff in your own bag. It was brown. And you had Thank golf you. clubs, too, that were brown. What was up with all the brown? Dad's tux was brown in the wedding. It's a lot of brown going on. Just like a real kind of like dookie brown you had in your <laughs> But you know what? That was popular then. And it it looks so nice with the peach, which I wouldn't pick peach to save my soul now. Yeah, the but the peach was worse. That was then... And this is now. So, but yeah, I like six because I just, I, I loved my favorite part of the whole thing was when they were um, doing the kickball and the bowling. I right. loved it. I am going to say five and a half. We have Blonde Spider with a five, Exodus with a six. Mm. Exodus says, I always agree with Nana. Uh, Exodus, Fonda we do. We do. Five. Exodus. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Terry GSF says Dookie Brown is Trey Retro. It really is. It's Trey Retro. It's beautiful. Uh, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put the Nana Papa wedding picture up on the Married to Bravo Instagram. So make sure you're following us uh, there. Oh, right. that that was very nice. I had long blonde hair. She did. Um, she I was had a tiny little like blondie McGee model. Well, honey, I had dieted for it. I bought a size 10, and I had it taken in twice, so I call it an 8. No, that would be a 6. And, oh, let's not get nuts. It would. I was, because that's yeah, what sizes no. go. 10, yeah. eight, 6. Don't sell yourself big. Oh, sell honey, that was small, fine. Okay? It was It was a beautiful an dress, a beautiful day. A 10 small, like whatever. Oh, talk to me. I know. I just I looked at that, and I went, wow, look at that. But, yeah, it doesn't look like me at all. It's very pretty. And it, it's just long blonde hair, and I wore contacts that day. Oh, watch out. All right, let's get into Vanderpump Rules. Episode 7 My, is not oh, oh, yes. pastor. Stassi, Katie, and Lala throw Brittany a princess-themed bridal shower while James gets disinvited from Peter's birthday party. Lisa Vanderpump takes Raquel to task for walking out on her shift during Pride, and Dana and Max decide to take their 
to the next step. So boring. In their relationship, finally, when a scandal erupts concerning Jackson Britney's pastor, Sandoval and Ariana may take a moral stance that threatens to tear the bridal parties apart. Okay, first of all, Jax is disinvited. Surprise, surprise. He's borderline abusive on Raquel. We're going to see more and more of that, which is super sad to see. And then what did you think of the princess-themed party? Horrendous. 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 You are a grown woman. Grow the fuck up. This isn't about this, you know, everything. Oh, this wedding and we're getting married and blah, blah, blah. You know, you have to worry about the day that you get married from then on. Yeah. Don't all this fluff. After I watched this episode, Nana, and I know we're just going to be all over on this episode because I know we're very opinionated on it. After I watched this episode and I watched, now I'm so glad they're calling out why everyone is so protective of Brittany. Brittany's fine. She doesn't need all this protection. Okay. What Brittany needs is to open her eyes. She has a pastor who's going to marry her, who you can Google in 2.2 seconds. I remember when this was happening in real time, who said horrible, homophobic, transphobic things, likening people to not being humans um, because of being trans or because of being gay. And they were going to keep him as their pastor. Don't let them fool you. It wasn't until Lisa Vanderpump called them. And the fact that Brittany could walk around going, I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I didn't see it. No, Brittany, you chose not to see it. And that's part of your privilege. And you're very lucky that that's the world you live in, that you're a cisgendered straight woman. And so you don't have to then care about the same people who are in the neighborhood who you're basically making money off of because the businesses that you're getting, you know, rich off from being on their television shows are in their neighborhood. They literally broadcast in the neighborhood. You're walking around with on pride. You got your, you know, um, rainbow swimsuit. Oh, I'm an ally. You're not an ally because you could have done the smallest thing, which is call this guy, you know, from your family or family friend and say, you know what? I don't agree with that. I have friends and loved ones and they are people and I cannot have That's you marry right. me. It was the smallest freaking thing. Totally. Sandoval, I love you. I love you for me too. this. I, I get that Sandoval, he has his moments and he has a hard time apologizing, but him and Ariana, the side eye Ariana gave Brittany, I remember watching that Watch What Happens Live episode where Brittany looked annoyed and yes. pissed off the Bravo community because we're like, you're annoyed? How annoyed do you think it is for all of the gay people, trans people, queer people, who, however you identify, for them to have to sit there and know that there's going to be this homophobic dickhead of a dude who's going to be on Bravo and get, you know, I mean, this can only help his career, whatever his career may be, but basically, you know, able to have his hate speech broadcast across the nation and all they had to do was do the right thing and they chose to do the wrong thing. And this is where we're seeing, this is the true Brittany. This is, she only cares about herself. I want my good wedding. Bitch, nobody cares about your wedding. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody. And we when care she said, get him, Jax, oh, when she did this, yes. like knock him out. Yep. What? Yeah. What? Yep. Oh, Sandoval. You don't have to go to this wedding. Nope. And you're Count yourself wrong. lucky. Yep. You did Count the right yourself thing. lucky. You did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He did. And it sucked. It sucked that they have this hive mentality. And I hated seeing Lala. Lala, give me a break. You want to be friends and sell your soul that bad to be friends with Stassi and Katie? You know 
old Lala would be like, yeah, F this dude, you guys should have said something. But now that they're all friends and Rand has a PJ and Jax is, you know, S and his D on the PJ. Now, I all know. Of a sudden, you know, everyone forgets about Jax's past of his alleged gay for pay in Miami days and all this stuff. And now all of a sudden they're like, well, anyone can believe what they want to believe and do that. Well, yeah, that's true. But why would you think that it's a good idea to have a hateful pastor marry oh. you on a television show that takes place in a gay neighborhood of for under the business model of a woman who's an advocate for the community being Lisa Vanderpump. You freaking yes. idiots. I wish they would leave this show. They're so narcissistic. They're so up their own ass. If I have to see Brittany cry one more time or talk about this fairy tale wedding, this is no fairy tale wedding, Brittany. You're marrying Jax. I'm You're marrying a herpes virus. Can you tell I'm pissed? <laughs> I loved it. It was like watching the the whole season r- wrapped up in what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, Hypocrites. Jax, Hypocrites. I, I have no time for you, Brittany. No time for no you. No time. I no don't time. give a shit about your fairy tale. Grow up. I take my little niece to Disneyland and I have lots of adult friends. I like going to Disneyland myself too. Look at Shelly's walking in the back like, oh, Jolene's on one. But I hate <laughs> this shit. You have, if you truly want to say you're an ally, you don't just walk in the parade because it's cute. You can get drunk and you can no. wear rainbow shit. When you have a chance to say something and do something, take the freaking chance. That's right. And die because of this shit. And not to like bring this too right. far down or get on a huge soapbox, but they do. People are killed for these reasons. For who by, you know, they're killed by people who are preached to by hateful dudes like this. And it's making me like freaking want to cry right now because it's just like Amen. I don't it's watch true. this bullshit. I don't this is 2020 and they don't deserve to even be on Bravo. F no, they Brittany, don't. F her dumb mom and her second marriage. F Jax Taylor. F them all and quit protecting them. And Lala, get a damn backbone. And Sandoval and Ariana, I'm so, again, wanted to cry too when Ariana talked about um, her mental illness and suicidal thoughts and everyone's just so worried about the stupid wedding. People are dealing with real shit. Your wedding That's means right. nothing to them. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can only, uh, you know, talk about this wedding. I, it's just getting so old. It's so old. I love, love, love the idea that Lance Bass is going to be there mm-hmm. um, performing. He's saving the damn day, but they don't even deserve Lance Bass. They don't. They don't. They don't. I was going to say they truly don't, mm-hmm. but oh, he's... The way I they treated he was so Sandoval and the way, sorry, now I didn't mean to interrupt you. I that's you're... okay. I know Sandoval. I mean, I loved what he had to say. And he says, do you want just yes men around you, Jax? Is that what you want? Because that's not me. Yeah. And that's a good friend. I mean, anybody can get, oh, yes, yes, I think that too. No. And Jax is the one, a 40-some-year-old dude, went, his friend pulled him aside to ask him about it. He freaked out. He couldn't even have the conversation and then brought it to the hive so they would all attack Sandoval. Right, And he's right. been holding this wedding over people's heads. Grow up. Just get married and move on with your freaking life. Who told you you are the center of the universe? What do you mean you didn't invite your mother to your wedding? Oh, he's a piece. Because she didn't tell him about the, his dad when he was in the hospital. But then it could be said that maybe the dad told him not to, but he's blaming his mom for it. Jax is a projector. Jax can never look oh. inside him. It's always someone else's fault. The vagina just fell on me. I can't stop it. Like, I'm just so attractive. There's so many options. If there weren't so many options, I could be faithful. He's trouble. He's the worst, and Brittany 
is it two birds of a feather? People say, oh, poor Brit. Not poor Brit. Brit knows what nah. she's getting into. Brit sold herself out for the fame, the fake farmhouse, yeah. and the money that I'm sure they're mismanaging. And the big tatas <laughs> that, that he bought her. Okay. Morris's but- Book of Bravo 316. <laughs> Exodus says, I love. I hate when vagina just falls on me. <laughs> you guys, I was well, I was loving this episode because it was like the exposing uh, these two fake yes. f so much, and also exposing how quick that like Ariana said this hive mentality. Of course, Ariana doesn't feel safe to express herself oh. and share things that are seriously going on with her mental. Why health. would you? Why no. would you share anything with that group? Not with these idiots. I mean, no, they sit there. Hey, you know. Oh, and I used to. I used to love. I used to love Stasi, but boy, Stasi's just. Oh. Following the herd. And following the, the herd. They were all like, I can't believe this pastor thing. I can't believe this pastor thing. And then when it came down to actually, when they could have just said, you know what? We love you guys, but we think you made a big mistake in this moment because yes. you really went against a community we all work in and we all want to be advocates and allies for. Yes. And we wonder because they oh. knew about it, Nana. Like they've, and Sandoval and Ariana have stayed quiet out of respect for them, but it, it had been since January. And that's why people were calling right. Brittany out. So Brittany's like, everyone's trying to ruin my day. First of all, read the four agreements, okay? Everything is not about you. You had the chance oh, to say something. Yes. People were pissed because you looked annoyed by other people's, you know, suffering and other people, you know, being discriminated against. You were that's annoyed right. that your stupid Kentucky cussle, castle, castle, whatever. It's probably a castle there, not even a castle. It's a castle. It's going to get ruined. <laughs> you were annoyed by that. And it's just like, oh, I just wanted to go in there and just punch everyone. I was. I was. I know. It, it, it just pissed me off, too. <laughs> what did you think about Lisa's mom passing? Oh, my God. So sad. That's very sad. Oh. Um, Poor, I mean, to lose your brother and then your mom so quickly. Yes, it's yes. Horrible. It's horrible. But I wonder how old Lisa's mom is. I don't know. She From the picture, I mean, I 80s? don't know. 80s? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I would say 80, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, she's just, she's had so much loss. And then she's had so much um, upbringing, yeah. too, of leaving a show she was a star on for a long time. Um and then yeah. losing two close family members and a brother to suicide. I mean, those are the things that matter in life. Not your stupid, fake ass fairy tale wedding. Thank you. We will get divorced, yes. like Lady Di is saying in the chat. Um, oh. We will enjoy the divorce papers or the yes. divorce episodes next season. It will happen. But Sandoval made a really good point. He said, We'll never be able to talk about anything because last year it was Jax's father passed and then it was this wedding that never ends because it's like my wedding i only got 16 weeks of my wedding and then the next year Brittany will pop out puppies because people like that who are ignorant and selfish are always the most fertile for some reason yes i know works um (laughs) they're totally she's totally annoying you guys you are you are and i feel like i took the night off so I appreciate you didn't everything that you're bad because I just jumped. I'd love to hear more from you. Like your feelings. No. I know we share oh, God. A lot of the same. But. No, honey. I love when you go off like this. It's, it's so, mm-hmm. it's refreshing. It is. I love it. Yeah. Exodus says, I hope their kids are gay. You know what? <gasps> and that will be the only way they could wake their dumbass minds up to the fact that human beings 
are being discriminated against for who they freaking are. It's not everyone gets an opinion here. It's that, that, that no, 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 no. This is, these are real people and this is really who they are. And you have these assholes that are leading congregations of people telling others you're not a real person. You shouldn't be treated like a human. You know how dangerous oh, that is? Throughout history, yes. we've seen that happen, you know, th- for so many different groups of people. And these effers just care about their stupid princess shower, their stupid wedding, and Jack's disinviting his friends. Is he 10? What? It's a, you can't come to my birthday party anymore. Like, no one's going to kiss your ass. Nobody cares. Go ahead. Like, I, Sandoval, you're so lucky you don't have to be his best man. Mm-hmm. So Ex- lucky. I'm sorry. Exus said uh, that you were yelled at in the bathroom today. I'm so sorry about that. Um, people are just well, freaking cool. rude. Exus, Exus said, is- yeah, because uh, I scared a lady because I look like a man. LOL. So. Oh, you know what? Honest. People are just horrible and. People. Um, Get over yourselves. Like, for real, get over yourselves. Get. We're here for such, such a, a short, short period period of time. Mm-hmm. It's like a nanosecond. Yeah. I like that. Na- you're, we're here for a nanosecond. The coronavirus <laughs> is out there. You know, Clint uh, you know, I mean, doesn't have cl- – Michigan doesn't have clean water. I mean, there's so many things. I can't – oh, I'm going off. I'm going off. I'm going off, Nana. Get me back no. on track. Honey, don't go back on track. This is fun. It's Flint. so true. I said Flint, Michigan. It's Flint, Michigan. Why the frick would I say Clint? I'm sorry, you guys. Okay, Flint, Michigan. What else is happening in the world? Does anybody want to hear Bloomberg my Clint story? Election. Sorry, go ahead, Nana. Your what story? Clint, Clint story. Sure, I'd love to. I was up at Mons Park with your dad, and we were going out, and we were sitting on a bench, and I turned around, and if you'll write it, C-L-I-N-T. And I said, oh, I love Clint Eastwood. We were just starting to go out. And he turned around and he looked at it. He goes, that isn't Clint. <laughs> so what? If, if you look at it. What, Nana? This is, now, no, this is, I looked at the bench and someone had carved it in. And they is carved it, it in Tuesday? like this. Yes, they carved it in like this. next Tuesday because the L and the I aren't connected, but they're close enough if you guys are listening to on iTunes. Right, and they scratched it into the wood bench. Oh, nice, Clint was here, but no, see you next Tuesday was here. (laughs) No, that's what I said to Paul. I go, oh, I love Clint. He goes, what? (laughs) He goes, that that isn't Clint, because I'm thinking of Clint Eastwood right away. So anyway, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, so, Nana, you cracked. Yeah, it was me just, up. honey. That I always every time I hear that, see you next Tuesday. I always think of Clint Eastwood. But anyway, <laughs> so instead now, Jax has uh, asked Randall. So Randall's on the scene for the first time. First episode. What do you think bad. of Randall's first appearance? He's that was horrid. He's way too old. I thought, whose dad is that? It's And that's not age, even age shaming. I feel like I'm too old for this damn show. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean, I'm 65. I mean, I just didn't expect, you know, he knew him for like what? Yeah. Uh, a small period of time, 15 minutes. He, I don't he know. He had more respect for him and the way he asked him uh, to be a. a he gets down on his honor, knees. Yeah, than he did he, for Brit, I feel like. 
no, he gets down on one knee and asks him to be his groomsman. Shut up. It's only because you got money. Yeah. Anyway. Jax was talking so much crap back in the day about Randall, and then Randall invited him on the PJs, won him over with the do-re-mi, the almighty dollar. That's the only thing that speaks to Jax. It really is. And sure enough, oh. so now Rand is there, and Lala's like, are you going to cry? And Rand's just like, you can't believe the cool kids like me. Like, I feel like Randall is a producer because he wants to get in with the cool kids. He wants to hang out with 50 Cent. He wants to do all these things. There was something that, oh, I was like thinking like, why did Rand decide this season he was going to be on it? And I was like, bring us back to Foftygate. Follow the money. Maybe he owes 50, aka Fofty, some more money, but he doesn't want it to pick up like it did last year. So he's like, I'm just going to do these Vanderpump Rules episodes because he's getting ripped Uh. apart on social media. I mean, people are, they're, they're, they're fat shaming him being mean. I don't advocate doing that. There's nothing. Who cares? I don't either. He's a big guy. So what? Who cares? So what? Wait, if I was on we're all there, made different. They talk we're about his different. chin and stuff, but if I was on there, like I feel like I have a very similar Randall chin neck situation going on. Life's hard, people. We no. don't all have the best gravity on our chin and neck, okay? <laughs> but Randall would not be in this group, would not be hanging with the no. people, would not even be in the production company without the money. And that's going to sting a little, and maybe he just doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was terrible of Jax to turn around and and invite him to be part of the wedding party. Mm -hmm. And it was twenty minutes before that that yeah, yeah, he told Sandoval to get out. And the way Um, he talked about it was like, and he invites me on the private jet, so we really got to know each other. Uh, I know. Generous. Uh, Okay, Jax. Okay, Jax. Yeah. Bye, Jax. Bye, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Can we just See ya. them off? I know. I know. Well, you know, in time. In time. We have to be patient, right, Nana? Learn some patience. I don't have any. I thought you'd teach me. And then we saw Sheena get upset again about a younger woman who's supposed to be her friend, put her down because she's going on a date with the very boring Brett who Lisa keeps paying to come to her house to have tea with her because she finds him sexually attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't she just? I mean, oh, honey, she's Lisa, just you can. She's horny, and she's like, "Yeah, come take off your shirt. I can't work out, but I dressed up really I, nice for you." I know, and Ken's petting the dog. We don't. He's dressing Ken. the dogs, and or passed out. We don't know. We don't know what's going on with Ken. We don't know if Ken's weekend at Bernie's at this point. Is Ken really there? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself some Ken, but yeah, you don't know. Sometimes like, Ken, me like, too. Is he there? We can we can have Bernie's one of the best shows. God, I love that show. Nana it's so funny. It. Yeah. So I then do. Brett and Charlie went out on their date. What'd you think of that date, Nana? I mean that Charlie. Who Charlie? Who do you think you are? Meeting of the minds. <laughs> so so full of herself. Yeah. Really. Go eat some pasta and get back to us in about 14 years. I just, I have no time for that one. I, I'll be None. honest, I did like how she was kind of being mean to Brett because I feel like he's, he expected her to be like, I would love to. Oh, my gosh. And she was just like, yeah, get over yourself. She's like, I'm a Hispanic woman from oh. from Barstow. All this vegan, you know, $16 shake doesn't do anything for me. So I kind of respected her more because of oh. that. But then the fact oh. that Sheena brought up when he called her and said – uh, to tell her about the Charlie date. She's like, you said you didn't even like her. You said that she doesn't even know how to do her makeup. I'm like, Sheena, are we for real freezing our eggs and in our 30s? Oh, honey, thaw those eggs out. Trust me on this one. <laughs> thaw them out. 
Don't use them. <laughs> you know, serious, serious. Best line Get of the night now. Out of oh, the freezer. Eggs out. Just let them breathe. Let them give them oh, Sheena. to somebody else who knows what to do with them. That's what I'm that's right. It's just sad, <laughs> Sheena. But yeah, so now we're gonna see. Charlie quickly jumped Team Sheena and off of Team Brett. I love how she was asking him questions and then he was answering. And then she was like, I don't even listen to podcasts this long. I'll be honest with you. I was here for just how kind of like not even – well, it was, yeah, rude, but snarky she was. I was here for it because I think these guys, now that we know they're racist tweeting past and just that they think they're God's gift, I I like to see them, you know, not get – uh, fond over like Sheena does, like fangirl them. Like, who are you, Brett? You're a trainer. You have a lot of followers. Here's the deal, Nana. He's a trainer. He has a lot of subscribers on YouTube only because he used to date a very famous, talented uh, YouTube beauty blogger, vlogger. And that's why I do okay. believe he said that about her makeup because his last girlfriend who he was talking about on the date is very popular on YouTube and does like these awesome makeup tutorials and she seems really likable and cool and lives in Jersey. And so, um, yeah, and but that's it, how he has his his little fame and followers and subscribers. But we know Brett's a racist. So um, how is that different being <sighs> friends with him than get having the pastor? They're all trash. They're, at the time, they didn't know. At the time, they didn't know. Now we know. We'll see what happens next season if they're brought back or not. Because, you know, we had the whole apology thing. And then we yeah, got stupid Max saying, we're exclusive. But I was, like, tired. Max, you should oh. be happy that she even would consider being um, exclusive with you because she's, like, attractive, Why would she? funny, and a comedian. And you're none of those things. I know. So, he's got nothing. Mm-mm. He's got nothing as far as I'm concerned going for him. Uh, let's give a um, shout out to dudes we like in this episode because I feel like there's so much shit balls. Sandoval, way to stick up for your girl with um, Ariana coming out this pride as being officially bisexual, identifying as bisexual, and then Sandoval sticking up for her. Um, yes. Tom Schwartz, the way Tom Schwartz loves Tom Sandoval, it's a beautiful thing. It's a little codependent, but it's kind of a beautiful thing as well. I, I think he's as cute as can be, and I love Sandoval. Mm-hmm. On this episode, especially, I just little shout out to hi Ken. Um, anyway, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's Ken. I like weekends at Bernie's Ken. I love you. I love. And then Peter Ken. with his yeah. birthday party, who he's like turning fifty, and he's telling <laughs> that James he can't go. I was like Peter, you're wearing, your guy liners are getting to your brain. Just let him come to your damn party. I know. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? He'll be too drunk in about four minutes anyway and just go put him in a corner and let him play his music. Yeah. So you know what? At least we have Tom and Ariana. I My heart goes out to Ariana. I did. This is the first time I've cried during a Vanderpump episode. And when I saw – well, probably not the first time. I'd like to say it was the first time. I've probably cried before. Uh, the first time I remember. And uh, when she was talking about – I mean, such serious issues and just one. Yeah. When she said, like, she, I don't remember, I'm paraphrasing here, but when she said, you know, I, I don't want my life or I'm just like, it's like, I've been there. I can relate to that. And it's the most painful, just, it's a horrible feeling to just that hopelessness of just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I just want her to get the help she needs and the love and be surrounded by better people oh. than these. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would not wish 
um, that bitter, bitter depression on anyone. Ariana Chell said he was watching a little bit of it because uh, he misses it. You know, he won't admit it, but uh, he misses it. He'll he'll be he'll be back. We'll do some special Patreon episodes, you guys. If you join our Patreon, we have some plans to do some special Patreon stuff. Oh, I like that. Um, and then Nana and I can do Patreon stuff too. We just got to figure it out when you're in town. But he said, I think you and Ariana would be good friends. I go, you know what? I think we would. So Ariana, you need a friend. We live in LA. Call me up. Call me up. We could both I know. wear big I just, hats and cry. I love doing that. I love it. I and, got a lot of big and, hats and a lot of tears. And I and I loved your hat and that we had, there was a person on Andy Cohen that didn't care it was um Tom Sandoval and then this other guy. But I didn't know who the other guy was. So mm-hmm. that's me. And he didn't like Ariana's hat? He said, No, what the hell was she thinking of Does he wearing that LA? hat? Because those are like, those like kind of, that was when Sarah, my sister-in-law came t- to visit a couple years ago. All the women were wearing hats and even like pointier hats. And it was early October. And she goes, wow, people dress up for Halloween early here. And I go, no, that's just what they wear. That's normal clothes. <laughs> oh, is that what Sarah said? I love it. I yeah. love it. So I shout out. I- and just like Shady Booty saying in the chat, like hugs to Ariana. Ariana, you're doing the Lord's work on this damn show. I don't care if these people think you're a Debbie Downer. You're not. You put a lot of things into perspective. You have yes. you've shown that you are fun and also have a big heart and can actually be an ally to the community in which you work. And the same can't be said about the rest of your cast, unfortunately. That's right. Ariana, you are a beautiful soul. Yep. So, Nana, we put these two episodes kind of together. What would you rate them out of seven? I know. I, I think I'm going to do seven. Too. Seven. 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 It was the best. It was mm-hmm. so much fun watching Britney cry again. I oh, can't tell you. I want a, a Britney cry on a loop. I don't care if that makes me evil. Uh, for all it was, the people she didn't stand up for and for the blind eye she voluntarily took to the hatred that her pastor friend had, I'd like yeah. to see her cry. I would. I would. Shame, <laughs> shame on you, Britney. Shame on you, Jax. Britney, mm-hmm. keep crying. It's it's good TV. And the fact that she's like, I don't know if my mom will like Lance Bass marrying me. It's, but she did get divorced, and her last marriage was on a cruise ship. Calm it down over there. Okay, glass houses. What? Glass cruise ships. What? Yeah. You- oh, please. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Call it a day, Brittany, but I can't wait for the wedding. I hope it lasts more than six weeks, but it won't. Nana, they're having still the are still the one, um, the Shania Twain song as their song. Remember, and uh, Stassi's fiance was like, "Are, are you serious?" So that song, great song, because it's like uh, you're still the one I run to. The still, so the one like you made it. Looks like we made it. You know, look how far we made it. However, it was written by I believe. Okay, so it was uh, songwriters were uh, Mutt Lang, Robert John Lang, and Shania Twain. They were married. Mutt Lang, her ex, her ex now, went on after writing this song to cheat on her with her best friend. So how it's perfect a- is it for these two idiots to get married to that song? And the fact that they're always like, you can't talk about the cheating. Don't talk about the cheating. We've moved on from the cheating. Yet in their wedding song, they're no. going to be talking about the freaking cheating. And so I love that oh. Stassi's fiance brought that up. Did you know Shania Twain, her first name is really Eileen? No way. Yes. Google Eileen it. Twain. That sounds that sounds like a porny a little bit. It kind of <laughs> does. Twain. I like it. Yeah. Exist is a seven and I am seeing Bernie Good. tomorrow at eleven. Yay. Yeah, Bernie has a rally coming up here on Sunday and I wanted to go. So uh Exodus we have, is post pictures. Oh Exodus, I'm so excited for you because 
we're leaving. And on Monday, Bernie's going to be here in St. Paul. And I'm so disappointed that I'm going to be gone. We love Bernie. We love Bernie. I apologize if – actually, I don't apologize. But if you guys don't don't like Bernie – that's Whatever. fine. We Everybody's got the right we to their him. own opinion. We love him. I, I hope Bernie makes it the whole way. Me too. I mean, Bernie, Bernie. Uh, change is going to be coming. You know yeah, what? Because change. he said, he said Medicare for all. He wants everyone to get an education and he wants Jackson Brittany off Vanderpump rules. So I don't know if that doesn't get it's a win win. The Bernie side. I it's a win win. <laughs> He's going to clean up Wall Street and Santa Monica Boulevard, Vanderpump Rules, West Hollywood. He's getting rid of all the homophobes and the homophobe sympathizers. He's clearing them all out. And so, yeah, if you were looking for a reason to switch from your candidate, go ahead. (laughs) I know. Oh, so Exodus, I I love that. I think it's great. I think it's great because I was just saying he's coming to St. Paul. I'm so disappointed that we're going to miss him. Um, I would I would like to see a president. Is so. Bernie is Bernie or Greg your hall pass, Nana? Uh, Morris wants to know. Okay, now tell me what a hall pass is. Like, like a hall pass, like something I wrote out and signed a teacher's name. No, what? So it's like what couples give each other, um, so that you can cheat. Like you get a hall pass, and that person's your. Hall pass. Like, oh, oh, I get it. Would you cheat with Bernie or Greg? Oh. Who's my hall pass. pass. My hall passes. No, honey, my hall pass is dead. Is dead? Marvin Gaye. Oh, Marvin Gaye's your hall. P- oh, <laughs> Nana. Well, um, let's just say you can't have sex with dead people because it is illegal. Um, and he's been dead. Oh, all the time. It, so uh, who's your 1984, hall pass? April first, nineteen eighty four. All right. Who's my alive? Beautiful. Alive hall pass. Well, you're going to get mad at me because he Uh-oh. was found that he was oh, Nan- no, what? not good with his, he was, I think he had troubles with his wife. What? Who, Nana? You're, you're, you're Billy D. Williams. I know you're going to go nuts I, on no, me. No, I don't know. And I think Billy D. Williams just recently came out as gender binary uh, or g- gender non-binary, I think, or something. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I just, Um, the man's beautiful. But if I had a hall pass, I, you know, I'd grab my girlfriend, Linda. What? You would bang Linda? (laughs) Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, it's like your your hall pass, your way to get away from dad, have a little sexual healing, Marvin Gaye style. What did you think you were covering up reading a book? I, uh, no, I misunderstood again. Hall pass. I really don't. Yeah. You know, at this stage in my life. But you could say like, okay, my vagina 20 years ago when I liked using it or something. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not saying that's not being used. I'm just saying that. Not as often. Got it. Um, But like who, who's cute. You want, you don't even have to have sex with them. You just cuddle up with them, give them a little smoochies. So is it Billy D. Williams? Because Billy D. Williams says uh, the pronoun use uh, did not mean gender fluid. So I, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. In a recent interview with Esquire, the actor said he used himself and herself widely taken to mean that he had embraced gender fluid pronouns. Oh. But he recently told Esquire that, he, Esquire that he uses both male and female pronouns to refer to himself. I say himself and herself because I see myself as feminine as well as masculine, said Williams, who is known for playing Lando uh, in Star Wars. 
Um, okay. So oh, is it, Bill, is it Billy Dee or who is it? No, it's Ron Howard. You have such weirdo. You go from Marvin Gaye to Ron Howard to Billy Dee. <laughs> it's like that would be my trinity. <laughs> okay, that's your trinity. Ron that Howard, like- <laughs> Marvin Gaye, and Billy Dee. Billy Dee, two names. I love that, Nana. You are so hilarious. Mine is John Quinones from ABC. What would you do? Uh, I always had a crush on him. Who He's is an that now, honey? Latin gentleman with just like a beautifully acne scarred skin. He's prestigious. I, you know, I might change my mind because he might be part of the media that is just, you know, awful like Chris Matthews, but something tells me he's not. And he's just distinguished. And I've never liked an older man in my life. I always go younger because, you know, they're a lot easier to tame. And uh, (laughs) I like, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so we got to wrap up this episode. You guys have been the best. I see a lot of John Stamos. I see some Elvis in the chat here for you guys. Oh, hello. Um, Shady Booty, Chris D'Elia. She likes herself a comedian. Well, Chris D'Elia is out by us. We see Chris D'Elia. Um, uh, Moore said next is going to be George Lopez. And Nana's just hitting everywhere. She's just, Nana don't discriminate. Nana loves what she loves. Love is love. Nana is just like, whatever. Oh, there's... I listened to Marvin Gaye last night. I had a little concert myself, Paul and I, with the music. There's nothing like Marvin Gaye. There's, I mean, the man. Oh, Marvin my God. Gaye, what? Otis Redding. There's nothing like Otis Redding, too. It's just okay. Ron Howard, weird. Marvin Gaye, and Otis Billy Redding. G. I like it. I like it. And and Otis. And Otis. There's just there's there's too many talented. Hot so dude. much talent. But so a much lot of talent. them are dead, unfortunately. A lot of the dick Nana wants is dead. But that's okay. I know. That's I okay. know. Isn't that just Hashtag true with life? dead dick. You know, it's okay, Nana. But literally legendary dead dick. So there you go. Legendary. Yes, very. <laughs> legendary. And it isn't a dead Clint. So anyway. Um, and I held up that Clint again. Yeah, I'll never get over that. I just love Clint. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, yes, make sure kind you of a like spur this of the video. Moment. Right, Exodus, Nana? I will be, yes, like it, like it. Hit that like button. Exodus, I will be thinking of you seeing Bernie. Yes, and um, you guys, Nana is going to be coming into town here. We're going to be able to do a live podcast. Oh, I can't uh, wait. We'll be in the same room. Eventually, it'd be nice if we could go out to some of the cities you're in and do a podcast there. So, you know, it never hurts oh, to shoot us a message no. on uh, social media and tell us, you know, where you are. I might do a spreadsheet. I've been talking about this a long time of where everyone, the area, I'm not trying to get your addresses to like, you know, mail you weird stuff, but just like your, your city and your state. Cause I eventually would like to plan a little comedy tour and head out there and then, you know, maybe bring Nana along and we can do some married to Bravo podcasting as well. Something fun. Oh, we'll that would be so much fun. I love it. I've been kind of following leave it to beaver, Jerry math. Mathers and mm-hmm. Tony Dow, you know, from the Leave It to Beaver show. They're not dead, Dick. They're alive. They're alive, and they go all over. And they were in West Hollywood all months ago. Oh, so I wrote to him and asked him when the next time he'd be in West Hollywood because I'm going to be there. Where did you write to them, Nana? So, well, I'm on their I'm on their list of people to, you know. So if there's something happening with either did you one of them, reply to the email. Yeah, because he, it wasn't an email. What would they, 
you know, the Facebook thing, and oh, then the, they'll the message. The message. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just checking. I. Yeah, just it was just in. exciting. I, I know. I haven't given anyone any money. I haven't sent any. All right. Nana, I love you. You're great. I'm excited for you. Packing. Oh. Remember to roll. Get the packing down. I, I did. I rolled things. I rolled things. I got, I'm going to be gone a little bit, and I packed like 14 pairs of underwear and no depends. Okay, Good. I'm Don't ready. Don't pack those depends. You free shit. People can free bleed. You can free shit. All right. Thank you guys for listening and listening to our tangents and breakdowns of uh, Bravo. Thank you. Bravo podcast. Don't forget to like this video, please, you guys. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. Leave your comments even after it posts. And if you wouldn't mind, share this link out on your social media. Tell people about us so we can get more and more people l- listening so that we can maybe start doing live podcasts thank you guys so much for listening to the married to bravo podcast you did it you got through it if you haven't already please rate review and subscribe to us on itunes follow us on our social media married the number two bravo on facebook instagram and twitter thank you chell thank you producer tilly we'll talk to you guys next time thank you jolene you're the best i love you oh let's get my barf. bye